0: Hey everyone, this is Maite and today I want to share about how I am becoming a soccer mom, but not a soccer mom in the usual sense of the word because Cynthia is only 14 months old and too young to go to soccer practice, but more in the sense that I am for the first time allowing myself to enjoy soccer practice and in general just playing soccer and playing with a soccer ball. So, why am I sharing this and how did this come about? Well, Cynthia just happens to have developed a liking to soccer balls and throwing them and rolling them back and forth and trying to catch them when uh, my partner and I are kicking the ball back and forth. So, soccer balls are just part of my world right now. You know, they're here. And as I'm playing with my partner, he started indicating, because he used to play soccer when he was young, he started indicating to me, like, hey, you know, try and kick the ball this way. Use this part of your foot. And I'm initially wanting to go, like, whatever. You know, I'm not here to try and play soccer, you know. I mean, I'm not a person who does soccer, you know. For one, I'm a girl. And second, I always sucked at soccer and, you know... Any sports with balls involved, you know, just doesn't match with me. That was the first instinct and the first reaction I wanted to come up. But then I was like, you know, just drop it. And why don't I try his suggestion? So then I just went with it and started kicking the ball differently according to his suggestions. And I noticed a difference in how the ball was moving and how my, my body experienced the kicking. How much more precise I was able to be. So then I was like, huh, I actually enjoyed that. I enjoy noticing those differences and I enjoy noticing, you know, how my body is changing within it, uh, what I'm able to do with it. And so I just started doing it more and more, like making it more of a point of kicking the ball a certain way or practicing something. And. In so doing, I kind of, I really developed a liking towards it. Like <laughs> I start to just have Cynthia play with other things while I'm here on the side watching her while also playing with the ball and seeing what else I can do with it. Um, kind of creating new exercises and ways of playing with the ball in my feet, making it go in circles, um, how to practice my balance with it, things like that. You know, there's actually a lot you can do with the ball. And, <laughs> you know, as I was doing that and noticing how I'm actually enjoying it, I just had to laugh because when I was young, I was one of those girls who would duck away from a ball coming towards her. You know, I I never enjoyed anything to do with soccer or any ball sports. Um, I was afraid of the ball uh, hitting me. Um and you know, I was I was I did ballet as a girl, so I just I aligned myself entirely to all the things and all the sports that girls usually do and defined soccer and all the sports with balls as being boy like. And so I I participated in the whole personality and stance of well no, that's not for me. Ooh, a ball, no, no, don't throw it at me. Ah, you know, it's hurting me. You know. But what I realized is I never even gave myself the chance to just play with it for myself. You know, I approached soccer and sports completely through social structures, social um, norms, through personalities, how I think I'm supposed to behave, how I see other people behaving and just copying that. Um, But with doing so, I didn't actually give myself the chance to ever really play soccer. And not play soccer because I have to play soccer and otherwise I'm going to fail, you know, the subject. But because I actually am giving myself a chance to see if I might enjoy this. And, you know, through doing that, I'm like, it's so cool, you know, <laughs> that through Cynthia and her growing up and going through her childhood and all the things that form part of a child's world i am exposed to all the things that you know were also part of my childhood but i'm also getting the chance to to rediscover it to redefine it um to let go of my previous relationship with it and sometimes for the first time actually build an actual relationship with it for myself where I'm deciding like you know I want to I want to try this or I want to see what that's like and then I realized an interesting point is that this is a really simple thing but we and many parents often miss the ball (laughs) In that regard, thinking that everything that we never gave ourselves a chance to do, everything that we regret from our childhood, all the opportunities we passed upon, um, all the mistakes we made as kids, thinking that we have to correct those through our children um, and trying to have our children be the correction to our mistakes. You know, try to prevent them from making the same mistakes we did, trying to prevent them from having the same regrets we did. So for instance, um, forcing your child or, you know, yeah, pretty much forcing your child to uh, play music or once the child starts playing music to not allow them to quit and making them continue with it and sticking with it, because maybe you... Um, as, as a child played music and you stopped and then you regretted stopping because your reasons for stopping weren't actually clear. And now you're trying to correct your own mistake by not allowing your child to quit playing music, even though their reasons might be completely different from yours. Um, if, and even though maybe they need to make that mistake so they can realize what they're doing for themselves, you know, and, you know, it's it's something I hear a lot of parents saying and referring to is like, well, I'm going to give my child all the opportunities I never had. Um, I want to be to my child the parents that I never had. Um, I want to I make sure my child doesn't have to go through the same mistakes that I did. But the thing is, you cannot make that happen. You cannot control that. And it's not for your child to be the correction to your life. You're still very much alive. You're still very much here. Okay, you're a parent. And I'm sure a lot of people have told you that this means your life is over. And maybe at times that's what it feels like. But, you know, you're not dead. You're still here. And whatever mistakes, regrets, um, missed opportunities you've had in your life, you actually are still here to be able to take responsibility for that. And maybe you cannot in the physical walk the solution. Um, like maybe you just don't have time in your life to take up music, music again. But you can revisit who you were as a child playing music. Um, make sure you understand who you were at the time, why you made the decision to stop. And make sure you learn from it so you don't make that same mistake again in a different area of your life. Make sure that you understand it, make sure that you learn from it, make sure that you grow from it. And if there is music instruments in your reality at one point or another, maybe do go and explore it. Maybe not the same instrument, maybe something else. But it's about your own relationship to your past, your relationship with the things that happened, the things that you did do and the things that you didn't do, and to allow yourself to revisit um, the decisions you've made, the beliefs you have about yourself, um, the choices you're living that come from way back then, and see if you're able to redefine who you are within it so that you get a do-over it's not about your child being the do-over of your life. You get to actually do it all over again because with your child exposing you to everything related to childhood, you know, all those past memories will come up for you. Those past relationships will come up for you. You'll be able to look at it and you'll be able to correct it for yourself. Um. So, yeah, I mean, we have... A super awesome opportunity as parents um to kind of have a do-over of our childhood. obviously it doesn't mean we are kids again but in in quite a lot of significant ways i think we're able to you know get a second chance and within that also set a different example to our kids um giving them the option to to follow you in your new path instead of how you used to be. Um, but if we do, or if you have found yourself trying to correct your life through your kid, you know, it can create so much conflict for them, so much consequence that's unnecessary because they don't understand where you're coming from. All their gun experiences, you're being harsh and you're being unfair. Um Because half the time when we feel really serious about our child not making a certain decision or not making a certain choice, we don't even realize where that's coming from inside of us and from our own past. And that that has nothing to do with our kid. And that, yes, we can learn from that and maybe share our experience with our children and let them make their own decisions and choices. But it's not for them to fix our mistakes. That's still our responsibility. And not fix, but at least own them, understand them, give them a purpose, and grow from them. All right, I'll leave it here. Thank you for listening. Bye.